Welcome back to the Librarians by the Sea podcast. I'm your host, Caroline Margolis. I am the head of circulation, and I have worked at the Swampscott Library since 2019. And I'm your co-host, Sarah Jardina. I am the young adult librarian and social media manager, and I've worked here since 2021. We're going to change up the formula of the original podcast, if you're a longtime listener. We are going to start doing weekly discussions on books and events. We still plan to do interviews and talk to more people than just the two of us, but it won't be the sole focus of the podcast anymore. We're going to kick off our updated podcast with a segment we are calling, What Are We Reading? Very exciting. So what are you reading? Well, Sarah, currently I am reading You Make a Fool of Death with Your Beauty by Akweke Emeze. Cool title. Yeah. And they use they, them pronouns. And the book is very excellent. Uh, They've written a couple other books. One of them is actually on display for our Pride Month display in the front, if you're interested. And they write um, either YA or sometimes adult books. Uh, You can check out the list in the description below. The book is really excellent. It's about a person who uh, lost her husband in a car accident, and it is her dealing with her grief. And um, it's five years after the accident, and uh, she starts to want to date again um, and decides to try out dating. And she winds up uh, seeing this person and their friends, but he's waiting for her to like be ready to actually date. And he's very nice. And then she goes to travel to father's house and his father is a famous chef and she gets there and she realized that the dad is hot, like really hot. And they're very compatible and it's uh, I'm right in the middle of it and it's very good. Uh, I do recommend it. It's a lot of fun. And then on a slightly less serious book that I actually just finished reading, I <laughs> finished reading Go Hex Yourself by Jessica Clare, and Jessica Clare's a pen name. And basically what that is, is that is more Raylo fiction that um, it's basically takes Star Wars characters, Kylo Ren and Rey, but make them witches. Even better. It, it was, what a great premise. It was, it was actually a lot of fun. I liked the magic system. It does feel like a more slightly realistic magic system like I could kind of see like it's not like snap your fingers and stuff appears it's definitely a much harder magic system and it's less you can do less cool things but the kind of things you could do are probably what you would actually do if you could actually do witchcraft I do like that I like magic rules that are grounded it's basically no one's really that violent everybody's just very petty (laughs) I mean, that makes sense. The romance. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. So I liked it. It was a lot of fun. And then um, also I recently absolutely binge read the Sarah J. Maas, A Court of Thorns and Roses, which we have already discussed (laughs) at length so much that we decided to move it from the YA to the adult section. Yeah, I think that was a good choice. (laughs) Uh, So if anyone likes uh, some fairy books, uh, you know, I recommend them. They're a lot of fun. She does it well. She does. She does the fairy very well. Yeah, she does it service. <laughs> <laughs> so what have you been reading? I am almost finished with The Gentleman's Guide to Vice and Virtue by Mackenzie Lee. I actually read this in high school um, and then forgot to read the rest of the series. So I'm rereading the first one so that I can read the rest of the series since her third book just came out a few months ago. Um, and it's a lot of fun. It takes place, um, it takes place in the 1700s in England. 
and it follows Henry Monty Montague and his friend Percy as they go on their uh, tour, which is apparently, I learned about when reading this book, something that like noble rich people did in the 1700s. You go on this big trip before you settle down and be responsible, and you're supposed to like take in culture and art and such. Um, and I picked this up again because I wanted a more lighthearted read. It does go into more serious stuff because it talks about like abusive parent-child relationships. And obviously this is a romance between um, Monty and Percy. So talk about homophobia back in the 1700s, sexism with his sister, et cetera, et cetera. But also the tone is very light, charming. The main character is a lot of fun. And there's also a touch of I would say magical realism, maybe a little bit of fantasy. I don't know what you would consider it, but that with the historical stuff really made it a very interesting dynamic read. And I highly recommend this series. It's a lot of fun. I kept seeing that when I was the YA librarian. I was like, oh, I should read that. And I never got around to it. I recommend it. I wasn't, I'm not a huge fan of historical fiction, but I picked this up one because I thought it was interesting to have uh, LGP representation and I guess technically genre fiction, historical fiction. But also just because uh, it's really well written. The tone is done really well and the characters are a lot of fun. It's a character driven story, basically. And I have not read the rest of the series yet, but I look forward to all of all the characters. Awesome. All right. So that is what we have been reading. And next we're going to go into library news. As we all know, there is a terrible war happening right now in Ukraine and the ALA is collaborating with the ULA, which is the Ukrainian Library Association. And they are collecting donations for relief in the Ukraine. And I apologize if I am mispronouncing these city names, but in in the Kremina City Library, uh, they're still offering services a couple hours a week, even as the streets are being devastated with um, fighting and missiles in the Karakiv Library. They're still serving people who are living in the metropolitan transit system there. So they're going into the train stations and underground where families are taking shelter. And they're still providing library services to people, which I think really shows like the power of how important libraries are to communities and how they're just a beacon of hope and civility, even as the world is crumbling around some of these people. Yes. Uh, and I know there's a quote from Mr. Rogers where if you're, I'm paraphrasing here, in a disaster, look for the helpers. There's always going to be people that are trying to make things better. So definitely commend the librarians who are, even in this horrible, horrible time, helping the community. Um, right now, funds are being raised to help purchase computers, software, and other resources, including immediate support, such as blazing windows and repairing roofs that are being damaged by bombings. All of this will help keep the libraries open and provide support to those who need it in the Ukraine. And donations can be made to the ALA Ukraine Library Relief Fund. There will be a link to that in the description below. And then recently, the ALA has published the State of America's Libraries, which is a special report for pandemic year two. One of the main focuses of the report is about uh, the increased number of banned books that have been happening. Yeah, it's insane. There have been books such as Mouse by Art Spiegelman. There have been many books um, about LGBTQ plus um, people or authors or both. And it's just so important that we don't do censorship. Yeah, you would think that would be obvious (laughs) given history, but 
Um, and of course, unsurprisingly, the books being targeted, like you said, are things that do with primarily racial issues, again, primarily Black people or LGBT stories or authors, mm-hmm. which typical. Yeah. Uh, so it is important that us as librarians support each other and um, and talk to people about how you know, the library is meant to hold knowledge and we don't censor. No. And in the introduction of the report by Patty Wong, the American Library Association president, she writes, the library professionals are losing their jobs to protect this fundamental right of being able to come to the library and check out books and not being told, oh, you can't check out this book or you have to get rid of this book because we don't agree with what it's saying. Right. Basically what it comes down to is um, everybody has the freedom to choose what to read. Nobody can tell you what you can and cannot read or you can and cannot have access to. If you have specific things you do not want to read or you don't want your children to read, that is a personal responsibility and it's not up to the libraries to pull those books off the shelves. Um, Especially since, as I'm sure most librarians would agree, books are a great way, you know, windows, mirrors, and doors. Mm -hmm. They offer a look into other people's perspectives. They teach empathy. And the more you know about people, the less hatred there will be in the world. So books are very important and they should not be tucked away or stolen away or burned away. Definitely. Yeah. You know, we encourage everybody to read their books. Read your book. Come to the library. Check it. Check us out. Ask us for recommendations. We have plenty. (laughs) All right. And that wraps up library news. And we're going to talk about things that are going on in the library here. All right. So some events going on at the Swampscott Public Library that are upcoming on Thursday, June 30th at 5 p.m., Lisa Masia of the Tarot Collective is coming and she is going to, she's going to teach an intro course to tarot reading uh, and she's going to do a group tarot reading. Very cool. I love tarot reading. Yeah, it should be a lot of fun. She's gone to a couple other libraries in the area and everybody who I've heard from that's done them has had a great time. Sounds really cool. And then on June 23rd, we're going to have Lita Elliott to teach Key Flow Fire, which is sort of a combination of Tai Chi and breathwork. And she has been here at the library before teaching different classes. It's at 7 p.m. and you can register for the event online. Uh, And just to let everybody know, we have some upcoming book clubs. On June 29th, we're going to have Young at Heart. Uh, You can check the website for the book that they're reading for that. For Cookbook Club, we are doing recipes from the Danube to the Pacific. So that is a wide range of recipes you can pick from. That'll be on June 21st at 6 p.m. Classics Book Club will be hybrid Zoom and in-person, and that is on June 22nd, and it will be Gulliver's Travels. And lastly, on June 28th, for popular titles, they are doing Wish You Were Here by Judy Picult, and you can pick up those books at the library. We also have a few ongoing clubs at the library, including Yoga with Tracy Walsh, which is Wednesdays at 6.30 here in the library. Any school level is welcome. She's going to lead the yoga class and teach you some new exercises. Okay, and we also have some fun teen programming coming up. Um, We have our second meeting of the Anime Club, Tuesday, June 28th at 4.30. That is for 7th to 12th grade. You can come in. We're going to do a craft, talk about anime and manga, and watch a show. We also have our second meeting of the Kinsey Nights. This is our teen LGBTQIA plus club. 
Um, that's going to be Thursday, June 23rd at 4.30 for 7th to 12th grade. We're going to do crafts, talk, hang out, plan some future meetings. We also have a de-stress day coming up for teens. That's Tuesday, June 21st at 3 p.m. We can celebrate. You've made it to the end of the year. Finals are almost done. We're going to make some DIY stress balls, listen to music, hang out. Um, that is also 7th to 12th grade. And volunteer opportunities. If you're looking for a place to volunteer, if you need something to do over the summer, if you just love the library, check out our website under Teen Scene Volunteer Opportunities. We have book reviewers, summer volunteers, the deadline for that is coming up, um, and TABS, which is our teen advisory board. That is an ongoing application. All that is up right now. We also have a fun children's program coming up. The Minis on a Mission are coming back. That is Tuesday, June 28th at 4 p.m. We're, the rain date for that is Thursday, June 30th. Hopefully we won't need that. Marianne Hartman is coming back with her magical minis for an afternoon of fun. So stop on by, have some snacks, and meet some adorable little horses. Were you here for the mini mini horses last year? I They came just as my ship was ending. So oh I was on my way out. It was, it was a lot of fun. Uh, and, uh, you know, maybe get there a little early. There might be a decent amount of people. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's going to be a good time, though. They're really, really cute. They're adorable. I just want to take one home. I live in a one bedroom, so <laughs> they're possibly cuter than little Sebastian. Now, that's a bold point, <laughs> but they do have fun hats, so. They do have fun hats and unicorn horns sometimes. Yeah, it's adorable. And, of course, we can't end this without talking about the summer reading program starting in July. The theme this year is going to be Oceans of Possibilities, which is very apt for us. We're right on the coast. The program is for children and teens. We're going to have some fun activities, fun programming, different prizes you can win. So keep an eye on our website in the newsletter. We're going to update everything there. Thank you all for returning to the Librarians by the Sea podcast. I know it was a long sabbatical that we were on, but we are back. So listen uh, next week for our next episode. Thank you for listening. 